Hey, it's Patel, your long-lost cousin. But tell me about it. I can't believe we found each other. So help out us underdogs. Follow the podcast on Spotify and encourage one of your friends to follow too. We'll talk about money, crazy relationships, science, and much more. And I'd love to have you as a guest speaker. So thank you for listening and enjoy. My uncle, Mm -hmm. um, he's really into, he's built his life on real estate. Yes. Franchi- either like restaurant franchises, hotels, motels, um, that's primary, or like multiplex units. Um, so his wife was here uh, last week, you know, helping with the family, um, which is my aunt. And she's very curious about everyone's life. <laughs> so she's like, okay, so what are your plans this year? How are you investing? What are you doing? Tell me about it. Like, she'll sit right next to you get up in your face and ask these questions and you're like this is not the time i really want i'm not focused on that right now Mm. not really but i always know that he my uncle is like always a great resource for me so it might help me with my uh, real estate investment you know goals this year and i said airbnb and she's like no don't do airbnb do a multiplex I said, you know, I don't have the money up front. I don't have the down payment. She's like, typically it's 30%. I'm like, okay, I don't have that. She's like, oh, you just talk to uncle. <laughs> All right, I will. They've done so much research, taken so many courses over like 30 years. Uh, and I trust them because I know they're very wealthy. <laughs> they ex- executed as immigrants. So, in a pretty hot market like in LA. And they've expanded across the country, including yeah. South Carolina, North Carolina. No, they they've got properties everywhere. I'm not Partnerships say. everywhere. She keeps saying the word syndicate, which I know you've said before. Yeah, but I'm not going to say that just because in LA. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. Here. No, but because how old are they? Sixties. Um, yeah. It was different. Back then. Totally different. Ago. Like, there's two things that are different: timing. Yes. Two. What they had uh, as principal available to them, they had a lot more other support. Uh, literally, they were given money. I don't have either of those things. I had to start from scratch. So, yeah. I'm, Unless they give me money, I can check off one of those things. Yeah, but even if they give you money, the reason why they can still make money in today's real estate climate is more because um, they're not going for uh, demand deals, is what they call Right. So, um, the the deals that are available to us are also available to them. Yes. But that increases demand, right? Yes. Which increases price. Yeah. The deals that they start making at this point in their lives, <laughs> not the ones I'd be making. Yeah. Right. There's not as much demand. No, there. Uh, she's uh, she's going for new and upcoming markets that that have not been established yet for me. She's recommending those. Right. And I said I've looked at some of those, like even Greenville. South Carolina. I'm like, who really goes there? But she did some research, and that's up and coming. I'm like, okay. She's already in that group, you know? Mm-hmm. The connections. Yeah, yeah. In that special category of investing. The targeted audience. So, I'm like, okay. I, I don't disagree. Oh, if I can get help, I'm going to take and it. And once again, it's not, it's not really, like, yeah. up and coming that matters. Mm-hmm. You don't have the kind of money. Right? To even stay in another country. It's like multiplex. Well, man, I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> right. 
right? Like, I won't even get approved for a loan. What is up and coming mean? Three years? Four years? On the verge. Right? Probably one or two. Right? Yeah. And if it's on the verge, is this a flip opportunity? She's probably not saying that. It's a multiplex, right? So it's not one or two. That's impossible. They're, they're, um, right? Because I think into tax deductions, not flipping. Right. So if they're into tax deductions, up and coming means that the businesses have to start coming in. And businesses never come in until after residential. Mm. Right? So, like, it's never like, it's either business then residential or residential then business. If you look at the Greenville map and you don't see a lot of business, residential needs to come in to solidify for businesses to start coming in, right? Mm. If that doesn't happen, who's going to want to live there? Right? Locals. So, locals are already there. Right, so you're looking at one, two years for residential to build. You're looking for another one, two years for businesses to start coming in. And then you're looking at another whatever for rents to really just rise. Right, because now you're waiting for inflow demand. And they can wait that time. Right, because tax deductions is not on profits. Yeah. It's on losses. Right? So they have cash flowing other properties, right? Mm-hmm. They don't want to pay taxes on it. And so they renovate mm-hmm. whatever, which deducts on their cash flow on this side mm-hmm. so that they can keep more of the money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they can last longer in those kind of markets. Mm-hmm. And then when it does become established, mm-hmm. once again, it cash flow is amazing. Yeah. Like it is not the same environment when you have money. Right, like it just it just isn't. A person who has an unlimited bankroll, an unlimited bankroll, can never lose in a casino if they follow a formula. So that's the same take roulette, which at best I believe is a forty-eight percent chance of winning if you choose black or red, or you choose odd or even. Uh-huh. Right, and it's two to one odds. So if you bet one dollar. Right? And you win, you make two. Okay. Right? If you lose, the next time you bet two dollars. Okay. Meaning, no matter what, you'll have made back one dollar. Mm. Does that make sense? If you follow that rule, if you didn't have it a little bankroll, one of those things will hit you, of course, on the 51st, you know, 52. Yeah. Um, percent and then you lose all your money right because you can't put in that extra doubling right because it's going to go up exponentially (laughs) right it's not always going to be one and then you win the next one it's not going to be like one after the other right but if you had an unlimited bankroll you wouldn't be able to lose and the reason why i give that example is that's how much money makes a difference right your bankroll on real estate if you can lose on that house, deduct it for some other cash flow because you have cash flow. You're not going to lose. Real estate is the kind of compounding investment that people love because of that reason. As long as you can cash flow and have enough cash on the sidelines, you're just going to make money. You just have to follow the correct formula. So they're like, oh yeah, up and coming, like whatever. Yeah, that all makes sense. But you're playing, you're playing what they call, you're a little fish in a big-ass pond. 
in a multiplex or really like, I don't know if that's the terminology overseas. I don't know what they call it. It's a it's a it's a multifamily, multi right? That is not. She was a also. Small no, no, it's not. I said, whoa, whoa, I can't. Oh, I already know how much those are. And then she was uh, telling me the difference in um, need to buy licensure certifications between the like getting a four multi multi unit family for four units versus four and, and then up and five and up. Right. And I said, oh, okay, interesting. She was really uh, honing in on the fourplex. When you go into real estate now, depending on, like, you're not going to get a good deal if you're a small fish in a big pond. Meaning you have to either burn cash, right, which is why I said, like, they can deduct it, so they're not necessarily burning cash, Mm -hmm. but they are on that one property. Mm -hmm. But they can offset it because of the cash flows, and they actually save in taxes in the long run. Mm -hmm. For you, though, or the vast majority of real estate people, it's going to be elbow grease. That's how you uh, defray your costs. So you become a landowner, right? But you don't necessarily pay a a manager, a property manager. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. right. Or or and this is the thing. She with, also said to buy land. Right. That's why it's also Buying land is definitely a cash burn. It's, you know, it's, it's because you can't use it. When, yeah. Yeah, you can't use it until you sell it, it unless you're going to build on it. Uh, so when it comes to a multiplex, you're either putting in elbow grease, which isn't necessarily property management um, per se. Uh, that probably doesn't cost you as much. It's more everything to fix the house. So if you're trying to get a good deal on the house, you're trying to renovate. Your uncle, being he's in the real estate business, can either pay if he's in a new area like this or if he's in an established area of his own. He can now make a deal because he has pricing power. Yeah. Because he's got, I got yeah. this 20 units. Yeah. You'll be my sole provider for that. Like, give me a discount, right? Yeah. So he has pricing power. Mm-hmm. Like, we, when you go in as a beginner, you have none of that. So you're putting a lot of just skin in the game, trying to yeah. elbow grease it out. Like, you're fixing the toilet. You're, yes, yes. you're doing all that because that all is... Yeah. Very clear upon I'm not doing those things. Right. So if he, unless he's giving you a significant discount on this loan, yeah. right, a thirty percent loan of that is still a loan on top of the mortgage that you're taking out. Like he's not buying the house outright. No, no, he's not. Right. So you're. Wait, then, I'm assuming. You're gonna buy I'm a double mortgage. That I'm just gonna get the, you're gonna uh, have another loan. loan on top. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not assuming. I'm just getting the down payment loan. I don't know. I haven't right. really asked yet. So it's just, this is rough. I mean. The sooner you ask, the sooner, better it is. The sooner I know how to readjust right, my then, plans and Yeah, because then how you look at yeah. your deals and everything what is I do, what research I do. Yeah. completely different. So, this house in Durham sold for 140000 Which house? Uh, it was on the foreclosure site. And I saw it. I also have told them about the foreclosures and things that we briefly uh-huh. delved into. She's like, what are they? I said, mostly their houses. <laughs> Some land, but mostly houses. So, I saw that. And if that's at 140 that's that one good. went at the right price. Pretty good. Like, whoever got it, I am 100% no sure somebody upset that. 
also just a bad time for anything really. I agree. Nobody <laughs> wants to work. <laughs> no, I mean like even I if you wanted to fix it, there's nobody there. Yep. The work that they do, clearly some of the people you hired or used, you're never gonna use again because you're like, oh, that work is terrible. <laughs> and they paid me an arm and delay. quit and moved. I was talking to Ad and she was like, I'm building my house and then I had so much trouble with the electricity, right? Said so they couldn't, whatever, they had to drop the line, whatever, and they were like, well, who did the electricity in your house? Your electricity is supposed to be like, I did the electricity in my house. And I'm like, are you telling me you wired your house? <laughs> like, yeah, I met her, uh, I don't know if she's married yet, but her boyfriend or whatever, he's handy. <laughs> Apparently. See, those are the houses that you're going to be so pissed if you bought it off of her. I, she was building that and then ready to, like, sell her current house when I stayed with her for a while. Uh, she's still building that house? Kind of. I she think it's done. Into it? Yeah, she's done. Oh, that's good. Dang, but yeah. is it up to code? It if wasn't. You it did was the electricity? A, it was a very custom house. The electricity. Yes, <laughs> like, it's not a neighbor. It's not in a cookie cutter neighborhood or anything. It's not the good. Not a good timing. I didn't have great timing with my house. Put a tunnel in there. <laughs> That's on the priority list. I think you might need electricity first to get a tunnel. Uh, I'm just waiting for it to. I can like command it verbally to do things. That's next step, right? You don't really need anything for that. You just need. Uh, yeah, but I think I think Bluetooth? I think no. The Bluetooth is already in yeah, it, right? Like the, the microphone yeah. system. It just needs to recognize command or command. But commands are so such an issue. Yeah. I, I can't even say call mom. It's like call some random. I was like, that's mom, what I'm mom, mom, one syllable. Like and it's commands not even are not language. standardized. Forget about names. I can never call someone by their name. And mom is too short. (laughs) So I can never call you because your name is too short. Yeah, no, really, it's too short. (laughs) I'm being serious here, right? I know, I know. Speech recognition, like mom, is so short, it's a syllable. If it's just a syllable, it might think that you're just talking. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just just, a laughter. What is it? A space filler noise. Google or Hey Siri or Hey Alexa, you actually have someone in the room that's just having a conversation about the technology and then the thing turns on and starts doing something, interrupts the flow of uh, That's how you change the name. Converse- oh, you can do that? Yeah, you don't go Whoa. Hey Google. You go like, Hey piece of shit. Why would Google or Alexa or Amazon, why would they allow you to change the name? Because of the reason you just dictated. No, but they want their name to said over and over. Isn't it like an advertisement marketing ploy? No. If you say, hey, Google, like 17 times a day, someone's like, oh, you have a Google product? Tell me about it. I mean, it's just there on is... On the forefront of your mind all the time? Like, oh, that I'm is a... That is why the, the initial command is, hey, Google. Yeah. Right? Okay. You, so, get, you know what I'm trying to say? But think about this side. You already bought the Google product. Mm-hmm. You're already part of the Google ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Why is it not just, hey, Apple? Why is it Hey Siri? 
because because they say apple so many times. No, it's because you're you're already you're not the person. Okay, but that they're not, targeting, right? Right. Well, there's plenty of people in your household that come and go that they can target. Right. That they could target, right? But the actual targeting of it is you just using a voice command and it working. Mm-hmm. Oh, what'd you do to do that? Right. Mm-hmm. Or because there's only two products out there. <laughs> right? Yeah. Is name recognition... It's, it's not, not impactful name Is it as impactful anymore? No. Or is it better that you can actually change that name so that you provide a better customer... Yeah, sir. Yeah. Experience. Right? Uh, yeah. right? So, like, now you're in that area where it's not just about name recognition. Mm-hmm. You start out with, hey, Google. Yeah. But if that starts getting, like, annoying, yeah. that's going to turn you off to the product. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't recommend but if you go like, yo, hey, John, turn off my end, it turns on, right? Yeah. They'd be like, wait, you, what is this, John? Oh, it's a Google product. You didn't know you could change the name? It's like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. And they're like, oh, only Google could do that. Yeah. And so they buy a Google one over and over yeah. because of customer experience, right? Like, yeah. it's, I think right. it's just because people are just annoyed. So that's another take on it. But you can change mm-hmm. the call for both of them. Just like um, Google Phone, you can turn off OK Google, but you can do a quick button press to get to the OK Google yep. without hitting, saying OK Google. Yep. Alexa and Google devices have not worked. Oh. And that's how much of voice commands are just not. <laughs> like, just not effective. Yeah. Most of the time what happens is someone does the command and then the machine does whatever it wants and we just laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I also think it's because it's an all or nothing experience. Okay. So I think it's an all or nothing experience. Like if you could have an assistant that was like a full AI, mm-hmm. it 